listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pemba and James Grande. What's going on, everybody? John Pemba here with James Grande. This is the DFS Alarm NBA DFS podcast here, recording for Monday's nine-game main slate. James, we made it through the first week of the NBA season. For me, you know, I think it was pretty successful overall for everybody listening here. I'm sure I saw your screenshots in our Discord. Our, our Discord over there right now is pumping. Get in the NBA DFS channel. Join the Discord. Get the NBA DFS package if you don't already. NBA Pro saves you 30%. You also get the monthly All-Pro package and pay 39 bucks a month access to all sports. But get in there. Get in the conversation because uh, we had a pretty good one to kick off the year, James. Yeah, and I think it's only going to get better as the year progresses, as, um, you know, we get the information we need to dissect slates more. And, you know, in the beginning of the year, teams who are playing at a fast pace might s- slow down or teams vice versa. And teams who aren't scoring a lot may hit their stride. And, you know, the Lakers, for instance, 0-2 yeah. to start the year. So I think we're in for a great season. Also, shout out to our tech team. Just rolled out a new matchup over on DFSAlarm.com. Everything you need, offensive rating, defensive rating. Big one, pace. We get the pace last five games, last 10 games. So that's going to be super useful once we, you know, again, have more information. Shout out to Matt Sells and the whole tech department at Fancy Alarm and DFS Alarm for getting that done. So exciting stuff. Exciting first week, and it's only going to get more exciting moving forward. Yeah, it's definitely only going to get more exciting moving forward. There's a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff that we're looking to get together for everybody. And like you said, it's all about getting uh, as much useful information as possible to make the best decisions when building those lineups. But James, like I said, we got nine games to get through here on a Monday. Uh, I'm looking at some early totals. What what are some of the highlights? So we don't have every total on the board right now. We do have a lot some notable injury news, but LAC. Um, Clippers Portland late night hammer. It's the biggest total on the board currently, 234 and a half. Clippers favored by three. We have the Pelicans and the Timberwolves, a matchup we just saw uh, the other day, and it did not come anywhere close to 224 and a half, but that's where we sit right now um, in Vegas, Minnesota five and a half point favorites at home. And then Milwaukee, Indiana to kick off the slate, 229, Milwaukee three point favorites on the road. Kind of weird to see them only three point favorites. I, Indiana's, I know Indiana's like has some good players, but only three point favorites against Indiana. I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, those three are the the most notable Vegas totals we have right now. Yep, I agree. Those are, and I mean that late night hammer, two thirty five mm-hmm. and a three point spread, and it kicks off at ten thirty, an hour and a half after. <laughs> I know, I know, it's crazy game. So you know you're gonna be getting those Paul George, Dame Lillard stacks going for sure at the end of, of the lineups. But uh, let's let's just get into it. Uh, again, we're playing on DraftKings, Yahoo, uh, Fanduel, and Yahoo this season. For those new to tuning in, you know Yahoo uses Fanduel scoring with sort of a DraftKings style lineup build, and not sort of. I think it's it's pretty exact. DraftKings <laughs> it's definitely exact lineup build there. So definitely exciting stuff going on there. They have great contests that don't fill. So if you're a big fan of overlay, head on over uh, to Yahoo there, and they have some good contests. Usually, you know, their main contest is 10, 15 bucks, and they have, you know, 10, $20,000 up top for first place, and uh, those things don't fill. So uh, be sure to check them out there. Some great stuff happening over at Yahoo for NBA. FanDuel, for those, again, tuning in now, new to the uh, NBA DFS scene, this year added multi-position eligibility, much to my dismay. I'm hoping some of that gets worked up, maybe a little bit better as the season moves along. But let's get into it. Like I said, I'll get off my soapbox 
Uh, we got nine games here. We'll go to the point guard. James Harden kicks off the top point guard spot over on DraftKings. He's $9,500 going up against the Washington Wizards. Bradley Beal didn't play in the game the other day. The Nets did play on Sunday. They play on Sunday. Yeah, they played on Sunday. So this is a back-to-back. I don't know if we're, I don't think we're worried about back-to-backs with Harden in the Nets right away, but an elite matchup for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth probably just looking because there's three sig- names that above 9k and then it's a big drop off there's no one in the 8k range i think Harden's the second best option above 9k i think dame lillard is the top dog here and you mentioned it lillard paul george stacks is going to be super super popular look lillard had a bad second game because they won by 30 they beat phoenix by 30 at home so he played 24 made assists so he didn't really have a bad game it's just right from a fantasy perspective yeah drop on him too he was Mm 10-3 he's now 9-3 Right. So I think I would go Lillard above Harden. And then if you want to be a little contrarian, you go Trey, who I think, you know, he's been consistently scoring fantasy points, shooting the ball. Crap, though. Uh, eight for 22, six for 16, not making his break out of a shooting slump is the face mm-hmm. of Killian Hayes. So. That is also uh, a true statement. And this is usually what happens, right? We get Trey priced up with other superstars at point guard, and he's usually the forgotten man. Well, you know, if you want to be contrarian, I think that's the route to go. We know Lillard's going to garner ownership. I think people still assume, you know, Washington's a bad defensive team and it's not, they're great. So I do think that there's merit to playing all three, but I would rank them Lillard, Harden, Trey Young. Next tier, we got Malcolm Brogdon in a, uh, you know, is it still a revenge game all these years later, but going up against the team uh, that he had played before. He's played over 40 minutes in all three games this season so far, James. He's been a monster as well. Double doubles in two of the three games here. You know, Price still under 8K. I think that's that's a really good matchup for him. And then we have Lamelo Ball, and it's because they played opposite for Ball in terms of minutes played. He has yet to play third in a game here, James. You know, what what are your take on how the Hornets are using Lamelo to this point, and what's your thoughts on Brogdon going up against the Bucks? I mean, honestly, I want the guy playing minutes, right? We just want the people that are going to be on the floor. And it's not like Brogdon's on the floor just getting in his sprints. He's not just working out out there. He's not he's, doing suicides out yeah, there. Yeah, he's not doing – he's taking 19, 22, and 20 shots. And he's actively grabbing rebounds. He's has a blocker more in every – like, that's who I want. And I, I get it. LaMelo can do all these things that Brogdon can. But the the deployment hasn't been great. You mentioned the the fact that he hasn't played over 30 minutes is crazy. And the crazy part is he hasn't played over 30 minutes and he hasn't given us less than 34 fantasy points. So obviously the ceiling is there, right? It's if LaMelo gets 35 minutes, he's going to go for 65 fantasy points and we're going to be comparing him to Luca. but that's not the case right now. So I rocked and whether or not it's a sexy pick, LaMelo is obviously that sexy, sexy pick, right? I'm going to go Brogdon because he's getting the minutes he's, like he's just on the floor and Lamelo's not right now. So after that, for me, I'm looking at this down the list for pure point guards because a lot of these guys have multi position <laughs> eligibility. I don't really like anybody for a little bit. I guess Dinwiddie at 7K against Brooklyn. Obviously, if Bradley Beal doesn't play, we saw him go for 57 fantasy points. This is what Dinwiddie can be as the guy. Now that game went into so they, they, he got a little bit of a boost there. You know, in, in the game before that, he was limited because it was a blowout. So. I think Dinwiddie at 7K is probably the next guard on my radar. I will say Beal was limited in practice today. We're recording Sunday night, and he's expected to play. So um, definitely interested in Dinwiddie. 
I don't know how I feel about 7K Dinwiddie with Bradley Beal back. I think we were all high on him coming into the year. So it's not, I'm not saying I'm off. I'm off. But I'm also saying I'm slightly more reserved than I would be if uh, sure. Beal was inactive. I, I was encouraged by, you know, in that blow game against Toronto, he had, you know, 25 fantasy points in 26 minutes. So it seems he's going to be at least a fantasy point per minute. Right ish plays so, but I, I agree with you you know you're, you're adding in 20 something shots to to Beal now and you know where where does that all come from so it, it is it definitely is not the 5900 that we yeah, I just the scoring upside that I think he could potentially bring in a matchup that is going to be pretty high scoring we're expecting at least going up against Brooklyn what are your thoughts on, on I guess the guys that are around him you know again these are pointing point guard shooting guards but I mean Colin Sexton Nikhil Alexander Walker Reggie Jackson against Portland you know what's your thoughts on that next tier so I actually Lonzo Ball I wanted to bring is that a homer pick or you mean because he's good I mean 33 plus minutes double digit shot attempts in all three games he's hit two or three more three he's had a triple double Already, he has back-to-back three steal games. Should we have been um, surprised he had a triple-double against the Pelicans? No. Spurned no. No. I think you even kind um, of called that little revenge game there, too. So. I, look, it's hard to to figure out the Bulls because they're, they're, they're a very good team. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, but they're, again, he's on the floor. We know he's a good defender. I mean, he's been a good defender. I'm not. I'm never going to say Lonzo's going to go out and give us four blocks and three steals again in one game. But I'm also not going to come out there and say he's going to have one assist. Like, right. That's going to be positive regression. And you know what? Toronto, for as good as they've kind of been defensively, has question marks in the backcourt defensively. With you know, they're still. They're playing Gary Trent, they're playing Dragic, and they're playing Van Vliet, all not necessarily known for their defense. So I think this could be a, a good spot for Lonzo. Not a homer pick, but if Beal plays, I don't know. I, I almost like Lonzo more than Dinwiddie at that price, but I like Dinwiddie more than Colin Sexton. I like him. NAW's been good, you know? NAW's been great. NAW has been active, I'll say. He hasn't been a good shooter, but... He's been great from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, great from a fantasy perspective, exactly. 20, what did you see that you saw the fantasy points and then you saw the six for twenty four? Yeah, like, oh, exactly oh, what oh, happened. Oh, it's like, well, it's hard to hate on twenty four shots. So. Right, and, right, and it's also hard to hate on the fact that he not only had been active on the glass in the first two games, five rebounds from your guard spot is really good. Then he was, you know what? Screw five rebounds. Let me just hit the glass every time down the floor. Um, Russell Westbrook-ish and grab 14 boards. So, you know, look, there's no Zion. I mean, there is Zion. He's maybe 300 pounds and somewhere, but he's not He's not on the floor right now. Oh. So I do think that this is a very viable play. And again, I think this game is going to be way more fun mm-hmm. than it was the other night. The Pelicans were on the second leg of a back-to-back and they were just looked flat. So maybe NAW's legs are under him now. I'm with you there. What do you think of Reggie Jackson, John? The minutes have been tremendous. The shot attempts have been crazy. Yeah. He just hasn't really made them make shots here. I mean... I, th- I think my issue with Jackson, at least, is the fact that Eric Bledsoe is cheaper and has been equally, if not better, in terms of... Oh, better, yeah. He's been better. I agree, 100%. Um, so, I mean, that next tier, actually, I mean, after Jackson go down, your guy, Ricky Rubio, if Garland is out mm-hmm. again, even though it's in Denver, I mean, against Atlanta, he had 44 fantasy points against Charlotte in the <laughs> start there, 36 fantasy points. I mean, double doubles in two of three. 
Ricky Rubio is looking good for Cleveland. <laughs> you know, I know in Denver's a tough spot, but if Garland's out, you got a 6K Rubio, you got a 6K Eric Bledsoe, two guys that I think are going to be fairly popular. This is, without a doubt, the letdown of all letdowns for Ricky Rubio. No question about it. If Garland sits, Ricky Rubio puts up 15 fantasy points. Right. It's no been, question about you know? it. It's in Denver. He's coming off 36, 36, 44 fantasy points. We're talking about... We're talking about Ricky Rubio here, who has hit three three-pointers in all three games he's playing this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so – it just smells so – this situation smells – they're freaking starting Laurie Markin in that small forward. This whole Cleveland situation is smells so bad. But, yeah, it, as much as I'm going to crap on it, if there's no Terrence Carlin, he's he's been incredible, and we're probably going to play him. So if you if you had to pick one, though, right, your your last roster spot, Rubio, it's your guard spot. Rubio yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm playing Bledsoe over Rubio just for the matchup. Yeah, game environment, right? The game environment is tremendous. Are you playing any other guys? Do, can, do you have any interest in going back to the Jalen Suggs well? Patty Mills is 4,700 still. Is there anything uh, jumping out to you here? We can go to Schroeder if uh, – Schroeder, rather – Mm-hmm. Shout out Jim Bowden. He'd kill me if he heard me say Schroeder. Um, sure, if Jalen Brown sits again at Boston on a back-to-back. Four teams on a back-to-back, they're one. It almost um, feels Brown didn't sit. Brown sat today because he's going to play tomorrow. Right. Well, let's let's see. They they were talking about the knee soreness, right? So oh, yeah. We'll, yeah. He's always we'll, managing that, yeah. Right. There's always, there's always a management of the knee. So let's see how he manages it, right? So if there's no Jalen Brown, I think Schroeder's Schroeder, definitely back in play. Raul Nato, if for whatever reason Beal were to sit, is in play. And then, you know, you're going to say Homer again, but Caruso. I mean, he, he needs steals. I mean, the two, nine it's a Fandle play. It's a, it's a Fandle play. If you want to play Caruso, you're going to play him on Fandle because he would have given you 5X on just steals and blocks the last time out. Right. So on Fandle, he is. Never mind. He's 5K on Fandle. I don't. I don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, shooting twice. guard. Sh- shooting guard position. Bradley Beal is 92 on DraftKings. If would you play him if he's good to go against Brooklyn? I mean, Brooklyn's defense is trash. They're in shambles. So possibly they lost by almost 20 to Charlotte today. To Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Durant had 38, and they had Harden at 15, and nobody else scored in double figures. Like. Maybe just Kyrie not even playing is having a ripple effect on their team. Well, Maybe yeah, because they, they, they weren't able to get other talent, and they're enough. trotting out Millsap, Aldridge, Griffin, you know, corpses to play their front court. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you'd... I think Beal is an excellent cash game play, and I think he's a sneaky tournament play because everyone's going to be paying up at point guard. Everyone's going to be paying up for Paul George. Everyone's going to probably be playing up on the other side of this game, Jokic. So... I think Beal is super sneaky because I don't think – I wonder how many people realize how bad Brooklyn's defense has been. Right. No, I agree. I agree. All right, what other shooting yards as we go down the top tier here? I mean, if Jalen Brown's in against Charlotte, I think we're probably going to be interested. Yep. Your boy Zach Levine has had two great games. Last game, a little bit not so much, but game environment, you know, his low total. Mm-hmm. Not going to hold it completely against him. Fred Van Vliet on the other side finally had a good shooting game against Dallas. Uh, still only 35 fantasy points in that one. You know, these are these are sort of the top price plays. Anthony Edwards, CJ McCollum, you know, where, where, how are you ranking these guys? I think that's the tier right there that you just mentioned. I think it's, I don't really have much interest in, I think he's going to handcuff our our builds, especially with how many stars there are. Um, 
not so much interest in Van Fleet against the Bulls defense. I, I really think the Bulls defense is pretty scary. I really like the McCollum Edwards tier. And then right below him, if Kyle Lowry's out, it's just lock and load Tyler here all over again. This guy, look, he had a dynamite preseason. He is I was going to say, do you even get Lowry actually out to play Tyler I, I don't. I don't know. You might not because, look, he's clearly out to prove something, right? He's clearly out to prove that he does deserve to be in this discussion with um, the guys in his draft class. I mean, I know it was overtime, but he took 28 shots. 18 in 24 minutes the game before. You're just – it's just an elite play right now, and he gets the magic. He's going to be hoisting against a team on the second leg of a back-to-back. So if you're – if you're on Fandle, you could just play McCollum and Hero or or Edwards and Hero because we just saw Edwards dominate in this matchup. And McCollum has been going crazy to start this year. So I think those three after Beal, again, and that's why I think you get Beal at low ownership because I think that's this tier right here, right, is where everyone's going to live. Edwards, McCollum, Hero, and then people who are consider NAW a shooting guard are going to play NAW as well. If Terry Rozier is active, would you play him at 63? I mean, we just saw Jalen Green go berserk. And you know who started at shooting guard today, John, for your Boston Celtics? I did. It was an intruder. Right. And how, if anybody out there has listened to this podcast for years, who is the guy that we've shit on the most for their poor defense, John? Uh, Shooter's very much in the conversation. (laughs) He's like him and Alfred Payton. Yeah, it's probably it's probably it's honestly probably him and Alfred Payton. So and it was and it it used to be and it used and Dennis Smith Jr. and Brooklyn. So we grouped them together. So there was four are on the Mount Rushmore of bad defenders on this podcast. So I would play Rozier. And again, he left that one game. The first game that he played, he left. So Mm -hmm. not exactly encouraging, but you know maybe he it's it'll be what three days. So. We'll see, but it would it would be in a tournament only. Yeah, let's see. Going down a little bit further here, do you go back to Duarte, I guess, or, or, or Schroeder, even if he starts? I mean, we talked about him at point guard, but Chris Duarte continues to play a bunch of minutes, taking a lot of shots. Yeah, I think the volume and the minutes are what makes it interesting. He's just, you know, we got him at 33 and 39 for two of those slates. So yeah, I know. It's, it's definitely it's definitely a harder sell for me. But again, it, we talked about it earlier when we talked about Brogdon versus Lamelo. It's I we we obviously love Lamelo. He was the cover of our cheat sheet. He's been everywhere in fan, on fantasy alarm with DFS alarm all off season. But we want guys that are on the floor and playing minutes and taking shots, and that's what Duarte's doing. So is it my favorite play? No. If you end up on Duarte at 5,400, I can't follow you either. Yeah, some value. Uh, Terrence Mann's been playing the minute. He went cold shooting against Memphis, just one for eight, but the game before that, he was four for eight. He gave you 28 fantasy points. Still, 4,400 is actually the cheapest he's been all season. You know, again, just throwing out guys. You want to get that 1030 exposure, 235 game total. He's going to be someone that probably gets a look. Yeah, I think, honestly, it's three guys down here. I think it's man being one. I think you're spot on there. Interesting to see the minutes go down. And I think that's in direct court. And I put this in my showdown right up last night because Batum came back. And I wanted to see how they handled their their rotation. And Batum took a bunch of minutes away from man. So just, I think he is a very, he is a very good value. I just think it's worth noting if he's going to go one for eight, 
there's a possibility that Batum takes his minutes. On the other, in the other value, Pat Connaughton is playing a whole bunch of minutes, 30, 27, 37. Mm-hmm. I know he's not the most exciting play, but in the two games he's played 30 plus minutes, he's hit shots and he's hit three or more threes. He's had two games of 27 or more fantasy points. So I think he's a, a solid play and Cam Reddish at 47 as well. Shooting the lights out of the ball. Yes. And and Nate and Nate McMillan said in this offseason he they wanted to put Reddish in a position to succeed. He even said he wanted to get back to his old ways. And I I don't know what that means because he only played one year at college and I and he's also only <laughs> been in the league for two years. So whatever his old ways mean, you know, he must be talking about a past life. But either way, if he was very good in his past life, uh, I'm here for those AAU this, days. You know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down for for AAU Cam Reddish because he's shooting the crap out of the ball. And also we know he can defend too, right? Mm-hmm. And Detroit's a, you know, Killian Hayes is not the most secure ball handler. So I think some steals are in, in the cards for Reddish here. And I think those three are, would be the three value options I'd look at. An under 4K guy, I think maybe if Rozier's out again, Cody Martin played yep. 32 minutes today, 25 fantasy points, 26 fantasy points against Cleveland. He had 21 fantasy points against the Pacers. He played 24 minutes. There was no Rozier in that game. He played 22 minutes the game Rozier left early, and then he played 32 minutes against Brooklyn. So if Rozier's out, Cody Martin under 4K on DraftKings. Yeah, I had him on our show sheet at small four. So, but again, it's all these eligibility, all this eligibility issues. It throws, it throws it all up. I, I should have seen. You, I, I don't know if you looked at Fandle today, but Russell Westbrook is currently listed as a point guard, shooting guard. So, all you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm saying I hope they figure it out. Like, not everybody needs two right. positions. Okay. Right. Small forward Kevin Durant has been a guy that the other day I literally wrote in the playbook, just play him, and he had 73 <laughs> minutes. So yes, there's un- unless he's not playing. Play him. He's playing Washington. Right. right. Kyle Kuzma defense, right? Play Kevin Durant. <laughs> Just he's in my opinion, if you put if you gave everybody ratings on their skills, this is NBA 2K, Kevin Durant is probably the number one overall player in the NBA from a complete bag of what he's capable of doing offensively, defensively. He can shoot from all over the floor. He can play the post. He can play defense. He can pass. He can do it all. To me, Kevin Durant's the number one player, the bat, the most skillful player in the NBA. 10-1 or 10-2? Yeah, for sure. He was under 10K for the while, which is why it was absurd for him to be that cheap. But I'm still willing to pay the 10K price tag on him here. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add because I agree with everything you just said. The only thing I'll say is it's a, you make a decision. And the decision is Kevin Durant on a back-to-back, or Paul George in the best game environment on the board. And not only just the best game environment on the board. I mean, Paul George is in his bag to start the year. So, again, I'm not saying I'm definitely playing Paul George over Kevin Durant, but I think it's a very tough decision on this slate because they're both in tremendous spots, and they're both they both have just been two of the best handful of players in the league to start the year. Oh, easily. Yeah, by, by far, they're, they're two of the best. Them, you know, Kari obviously goes into that conversation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been it's been pretty wild to see what they've uh, what they've been able to stick together there. So uh, I agree with you. Those two guys are there. And then it's a, a big price drop after that, on at least on DraftKings. You got uh, Jimmy Butler against Orlando. Again, I don't really 
I don't really play Jimmy Butler. You know, again, it's, if Larry's out, if Larry's out, I think we consider it. But it's still not even a good matchup, though. Yes. Right? It's Orlando. I just, you know, I'm yeah, that could be a blowout anyway. So I'm probably out on Butler. You have Tatum on the back to back again, and then our guy Brandon Ingram. Right? This is another mm-hmm. guy we, we, you know, I sent the tweet out, and you followed it up and everything. Like that. With Zion out, you know, you Brandon Ingram and Jonas Valanciunas were two guys we expected to see big increases in production, and then Ingram's just t- sort of taking that to another level because he's also giving you some assists. He's shooting lights out. He's hitting threes. He hasn't gone for less than 43 fantasy points yet this season. At $8,300, it's it's you know just a little bit above what he was the other night in this same exact matchup in Minnesota. So uh, I don't think they're going to figure out how to defend him all of a sudden. So uh, Ingram for me. Yeah, it's crazy too because he was horrible to start that game, um, and he had seven turnovers too, or in the or the game and. That line could have been so much better. Plus, he did this. He has scored 30 of their 89 actual points. This yeah. game has a 224 and a half total. Vegas is going back to the well here. They're saying, you know what? That first game was a fluke. We expect the pace to be high. We expect the total to be higher. So I think Brendan Ingram for all formats. I definitely think he's a cash staple. If you're building a cash lineup, I think it doesn't really get much better than KD or George. And Brandon Ingram, right? That's your first two pieces of your cash line. I'd be like, wow, I'm feeling really good. So, and I definitely think he's viable in tournaments as well. I just, you know, the floor he's providing right now in cash. There are a few people I think that have been bigger on Miles Bridges over the last few years than me. Finally <laughs> getting your finally getting your your time in the sun, John. Fine, finally. <laughs> um, the minutes have been great: 33, 35, 35. The shots: 13 of 24, 9 of 16. He's hitting threes, he's giving you rebounds. We know he can give you defensive stats. And then on top of it, 30 and 32 actual points the last two. And Boston has been awful defensively, terrible defensively. So uh, I I guess maybe the one question, and is it even really questionable? Al Horford's been playing power forward. Can Horford defend Bridges? Is that... (laughs) That is father time versus new age athleticism. So, I mean, he's 71. They never, the other thing that hurts my soul a little bit is they never gave us a discounted Bridges this year. Never. Immediately gave us him at seven grand. This is what he is. So play him. You know, it's not like the other guys have been under 5K or whatever. So you have Bridges at 71. You got Kyle Kuzma, you know, mm-hmm. even with Beal back, you know, he, he had 11 points and 15 boards in that first game with Bradley Beal. Uh, obviously without Bradley Beal, he went and had 26, but another 11 rebound. The front court for... Washington, it's Durant, you know, so I guess I guess Durant would that would be his matchup, but I mean, Kuzma's look really good with his new team. Yeah, and they have a lot of question marks in their front court, and he's he said he 13 rebounds per game in the first two, so I think I, I think I'd be more inclined to play Kuzma with Beal back than I would Dinwiddie because I don't I don't think I think Beal impacts Dinwiddie more than he would impact Kuzma. Kuzma's still yeah. going to get his on the glass. So with Beal back, I still with Kuzma. I think that that game could be a very nice game stack. I think not not under owned, but I mean it's definitely not going to be as high owned as Clippers Portland. That's for sure. So I think right. you could kind of get like maybe the best stack on the board at lower ownership here, including Kuzma, Beal, Durant, whatever. Whatever variation you would want, but I do love Kuzma here in Washington in general and and in this spot for Monday slate. Are you full fading these Raptors players? I mean, OG yeah, and full and maybe Barnes because he could be blowout proof. Uh, yeah, let's see. I want to see. Let's see what their price because yeah, I've I mean, been Barnes pricing like thirty five minutes in the game. They won one fifteen eighty three. So yeah, that's Barnes is so on Fanduel he's fifty one hundred. Sure. 
So you're definitely going to play him there. A small forward, power forward, you can play him either. He's $20 on Yahoo. Still a good price. I I would be more inclined to play him than I would play OG. I'll I'll say this. I won't full fade, but if I'm going to play any of them, they're going to be they're going to be a tournament play only. Okay. Anybody else jump out to you at all here at this? John, uh, we're going to get the Michael Porter Jr. game. It, uh, look, it's been bad. Okay. For all you for all you that know, John and I, we are stands of Michael Porter, and it's been bad. It's been tough. We've cried in a couple corners so far to start the but we are okay. And nothing Lori Markinen starting at the three to get you off the schneid here. Uh, <laughs> dude, it, he's and not only that, we got to a point last year when Jamal Murray went down that he, we were paying what, eight K for Michael Porter, and he was literally giving us forty to fifty fantasy points every single night. He is six thousand dollars. And he's taking 10 shots a game. This is going to change. I have no doubts in my mind. I'm going to be playing Michael Porter Jr. in tournaments. I'm going to let you know now. Every night until the blow-up. And I don't need to I don't need to worry about the blow-up because it's going to happen on Monday. I mean, it's a good matchup against Cleveland. So I'm not going to sit here with any sort of skepticism to my tone here either. What do you think about Franz Wagner? I mean, the minutes continue to be insane. He played another 39 minutes to 10.6, 10 10.7 rebounds. Two assists and two blocks. Again, just looking for maybe a value play. He's $4,400. Yeah, I, I think the Magic are, are tough to figure out because they're so bad. And I know they beat the Knicks. I'm very proud of them. But they need a heroic performance from Cole Anthony who, and Terrence Ross. They both just didn't miss. It's also on a back-to-back. And I know he's young. 39 minutes is encouraging. That's fine. Oh, Jordan Noara. The minutes were down last game, 20 minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't I don't I don't love the value tier at small forward personally. I think Will Barton is fine. Sure. All right, well let's go to power forward then. We get Giannis here against, of course, the you know toughest part when it comes to Giannis is you know competitive games. I guess you know right. he only played 30 minutes. Well, he's foul, he, he was foul trouble. He had really early foul trouble. Yep. And <laughs> was clearly on his way to a triple double, if not. Right. So, I mean, 10-5, he only gave you 47. The night before that, a blowout, he only gave you 37 at 10-3. You know, do you think that the Pacers are a team that could give Milwaukee some trouble here? I don't know what the Pacers are doing, but oh, they've, they've played in, what, two overtime games, and the one in Charlotte was... Was the Charlotte game overtime as well? Have they played uh, three maybe? overtime games yeah, so been. Because the, the game against... Um, the game against Miami was overtime. Mm-hmm. No, they lost on the they lost to bonus missed on opening night. I remember that. Okay, I guess. And I mean, it's a three point spread, so I don't know what the hell Vegas is thinking that to make this only three point spread. Maybe they're just giving Indiana the benefit of the doubt because they're home. Do you think that Milwaukee is only three points better than? I don't even know if they're better, <laughs> but. I mean, my, you see what Miles Turner did the other day. I yeah, mean, I know. It's it's wild. I think Giannis is, you can literally play Giannis whenever you want. It's just, is Brook Lopez out? Because we're going to get Giannis at the five. Right. Or we have been. Yeah, Brook Lopez is out. And if we're going to get aggressive Miles Turner and we're going to get aggressive Sabonis, I mean, who's to say Giannis is in a foul trouble again? So, yeah. Who are we prioritizing? We're probably prioritizing Durant. We're probably prioritizing Paul yeah. George. And you're right. So like, you know, you're only going to be able to really pay up for one. And George is the guy that we are, 
at least staring at. And right. I, I got right. Durant and George probably in my mind. Yeah, me too. And we haven't even talked about you Sorry. know last year's league MVP. So right. You know a seventy fillet. Yeah, and he gets so, uh, Jared Allen and or sure. so Giannis. You know we look. You can always play Giannis, but is he a priority on this star-studded slate? I'm not sure. Okay, so we go down from there then. You know, there is that Sabonis matchup. Him and, I mean, him and Giannis are going to go back and forth with each other, so I'm probably not really... I mean, he's been great, but it's hard to want to go up against that spot there. We talked about Tatum already. Mobley, the one game I played him, he, he didn't do anything. He went for 40, bookended instead. So uh, I don't think 40 is coming into his future in Denver, you know, for this matchup for me. So I'm probably out. John Collins, maybe? Any, any thoughts on the Collins-Grant matchup? Collins is really good everywhere, but he's not yet. Last year's comments during the playoffs when he was, I figured out that I just need to hit basically do his role instead of being selfish. Me being selfish, I wish he was more selfish, you know, for DFS purposes. So I, I, you know, I love John Collins when Clint Capella's out and when Trey is out, but I don't know. I don't, I'd rather play, I'd rather Grant on the other side, just knowing that he's going to be their top offensive option. I actually hate power forward here. I mean, I don't know. There's not much. Yep. There's, there's not a lot here. I'll just comment that our, our guy, uh, Nick Nurse, said that Chris Boucher basically sucks and uh, <laughs> has to give a lot more if he wants to see the floor. So probably consider to cross him off forever. Yep. That I mean, that's just the nail in the coffin. He's gone yeah. forever. Yeah, he's gone forever. Right, John, I got a name for you. Okay. And he started the other day. And we're okay. going back to the Indiana-Milwaukee game, and it's O'Shea Brissett. Started 32 minutes, 18 and 9, $5,100. Yeah, he started the other night. How come so, he didn't play the other day? I don't know. I'll get I do remember Brissett, though. He was a baller at the end of last he year. He was a baller. Well, they were resting everyone, and everyone was hurt. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm gonna pull up their starting five just to make sure, but I believe. They started him at the three? Oh, no, they didn't. They started Justin Holiday. So, Miles Turner... Okay, so this is it. So Miles Turner had five fouls, so maybe okay. Brissett just benefited from that. Maybe I'd take it back. All right. Well, everything we'll, everything we'll I knew was lie. Take and we'll we'll, re- we'll revisit. Go to center. You mentioned Jokic already. I mean, yeah, it's Cleveland. We love going at Jared Allen. That's you know that was always why we played Brooklyn against Brooklyn centers. Jared Allen not a not a great defender there. And yeah, Jokic took apart San Antonio, seventy fantasy points. 32, 16, and 7. So we know what he is capable of doing. Thoughts on Towns at 9-7? I mean, I know at 10-2 in this match would be disappointed, but he did take 20 shots, and you're saying that Vegas is going right back to the well with more of a high-scoring matchup here. Yeah, and, you know, he fouled out, too. So Right. Game 1, he's in a blowout, only plays 29 minutes, but he takes 15 shots and makes everything. And then Game 2... He's making everything, but he's just in foul trouble the whole game. He's been tremendous defensively, at least giving us the defensive metrics we want. He's been great offensively. So yeah, I I think you can. I think this is going to be a great year for Carl Anthony Towns as long as he can stay healthy. So um, perfectly fine with it. It's just it's it's he's in that Beal category for me. That's a great contrarian play. It's just do you want to be contrarian on this slate? I right. don't think you do. Personally, look, anyone can be contrarian if you want. But we have Kevin Durant against the Wizards staring, us, staring at us. We have Paul George against the Blazers in the best game total staring at us. We have Jokic playing a team starting three seven-footers that don't know what they're doing staring at us. It's Sure, you can play Towns and you can play Beal, and these guys are, are great players and they could go off, but it's, you know. 
you know what? I, you which, know what I'm hopeful for is that with the Celtics being out of back to back, that Al Horford sits. Because then that we get could, Rob Williams at, 60, Rob, yeah, mm, at 6100. So would that be your favorite? Would that be your favorite center play if Al Horford was? I think so. If Al Horford sits out and Rob Williams is by, is starting next to Grant Williams uh, <laughs> instead of Al Horford, I, yeah, I think Rob Williams at 61 definitely going to be among my my favorite plays here. Um, trying to think where else would I. I mean, Valanciunas can go right back to that matchup. I mean, 50 fantasy points. I know you mentioned Towns fouled out, but I mean, there's a reason he fouled out. It's because Valanciunas right. is a monster and Towns isn't a defender. Right. It's going to, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard for, it's going it's, and, and there you go. There's another reason that's kind of, I could play Towns, but he's always kind of been a little foul happy, you know? So yeah, I think Valanciunas is a nice tournament play for sure. If you don't think that Turner gets in foul trouble, would you, would you run him back? The price tag is good. The price tag is great. I think I I could see myself doing that. Maybe we play Precious at 45. Precious at 45. I mean, listen, Harold's not starting, but Harold more than Gafford. Harold more than Gafford. Gafford's going to get Claxton, and then Harold's going to get corpses. So. Yep. Yep. And and we don't. Gafford plays 18 minutes the first game or second game because he has four fouls in 18 minutes. That's just. Gafford's M.O., he just can't stay on the floor. He's a fantasy point per minute monster, but he just he can't stay out of foul trouble. So if we're going to get six man of the year, Montrose Harrell, I'm with you. 100% I'm with you. Because, again, like you just said, it's all old players in the Brooklyn. I wonder what Brooklyn's going to do, though, because this, this is their first back-to-back. Well, they sat Blake today, so they could very well sit Aldridge. Aldridge. Or so they sit Aldridge and Millsap. Right. And they play Claxton and Which Blake. Is, well, they're always going to play Pla- Claxton, but right. Aldridge More, sits Blake's in, right? So. Well, if, if I assume they're going to sit Aldridge. Right. And then, but if they sit Aldridge and let's say they sat Millsap for whatever reason, wouldn't you think, I think that would put Claxton in play for me. I know it's I know it's a murky situation, but like he only played 18 minutes today. So I mean, I guess I don't know the rotation, right? The rotation is disgusting. Maybe maybe Blake at 5K. I don't. Uh, want to, I know he's been okay, but I, I don't want to touch any of those guys. Yeah, uh, it's fair. I, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think of how. No, I, I hear you. Play out. I know Zubac had a bunch of rebounds early. He didn't do anything. I think the the lowest I'd go is is Precious. I would though consider and I. Actually, I, I take it back. I already tweeted about Grant not being never playing Grant Williams. I, I can't say, go back. Grant Williams is on your brain at 37. I can't go back. I tweeted, if Grant Williams starts tomorrow, though. <laughs> no, I can't go back. Okay. I, I put it out there in the world. You, I think I've showed you, right? I put you my did, but you minutes in two of the three games this season and been very good in those two games. You can't make me play it. You can't. You can't. I, no, I get it. The window uh, to play sub 4K Grant Williams is closing, my friends. So. Trust me, it's it that window will always be open. I promise. <laughs> even, even even if Jason Tatum, even even if there's a fire, that window will always be open. All right. So that wraps up our our, our look here. Uh, again, we got nine gamer. We got a full day of content, a full week of content for you. There's a not really any small slates. I think the shortest we got is a four gamer on on the Sunday. I think Thursday Thursday six games. So we're not really getting anything light. None. We got, N- none. Yeah. All yeah. big boys. Yeah. So we have no days off. Grande's got a day off tomorrow. Grande's not on any content tomorrow. <laughs> but 
Must be nice. Uh, I'll be on the playbook. Ray has your showdown playbook. Adam Ronas has your starting five. And Ryan Kirksey there with the value vault. For now, though, guys, we will uh, we'll catch you in the Discord.